What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday, March the 23rd, and it's time for The Wire. We've got a whole a whole episode dedicated to the crazy-ass NFL offseason. Need I say any more? Nah, why not? This, the, the Wire starts right now. I'm going in, it's first and ten. I'm a legend boy, a champion. Yeah. They can't match the flows, the X's and O's. I'm breaking the codes, devastation about to unfold. They calling me Derek, by the way y'all roll. Bet you never, ever, ever seen a pro this cold. I float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I mix with Iron Mike and the great Ali. I'm a running back, believe me, baby. I fathered the game, call me Daddy Brady. I'm like that, try be like this. Sammy is so sub, that boy don't miss. It's the return of the return of the greatest. Any way you name it, I'm everybody favorite. I'm bringing the pain and bringing the fire. Hey, stay tuned, it's going down to the wire. Fellas, good to see your smiling faces after a week off. How's everybody feeling? Feeling refreshed? Feeling ready to go? Yes, sir. Exciting yes. time. Shaved awesome. my face and everything changed in the NFL. Yeah. Tom Brady came back. <laughs> What'd you do to us, Richie? Do you, I don't know. Richie's uh, not want- in the ocean. I confirmed that <laughs> off the air. That is just a fish tank. We are all uh, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's dive on in, guys. Uh, lots of stuff going on in the NFL offseason. Our uh our radio chat for the for the show has been blowing up for the past uh, couple of weeks here with all the craziness. So I figured we would just bring some of that to you folks, our listeners. Um, and guys, the, the first thing that uh, that I think we'll go ahead and cover is something we talked about, something that everybody on the on the show, for the most part, said, go ahead, enjoy your retirement. You've earned it. Uh, Tom Brady, TB12 is not retired <laughs> he is a uh, nfl quarterback and will be playing for the tampa bay buccaneers next year so let's uh let's hop around and just get initial reactions uh what you think his motivation is uh what you think this means for the bucks let's let's start with richie over there nice and clean shaven yeah uh i mean for me i'm all about tom brady playing as you know as long as humanly possible it's gonna be a weird day when he is officially done, I think uh, Adam Schefter, you know, blowing his uh, retirement mulling open early, made him force his hand to like retire, and then he, but he wasn't sure. And I think you know, two weeks later, he started looking at the NFL, and he was like, "Wait a second, Devontae Adams is a Raider. Matt Ryan is leaving the Falcons." There's nobody. There's nobody in the NFC South. Nobody left the NFC West and went to the AFC West. I can win a Super Bowl. Why on earth would I not do this? I mean, that, that that's if I'm Tom Brady, that's what I looked at. And that's why I, I feel like he was so confident to be like, let's go. And then 30 minutes before it broke news, he, he texted the boys, Mike Evans and Goodwin. And he was like, or Godwin. He's like, let's get it, boys. And they were they're pumped. So, I mean, th- this is a, you know, a team that went neck and neck with the Rams that has less competition than last year. I don't see why they can't do it again. I don't see why Tom Brady can't get another Super Bowl, but we'll get to that later. 
Man, I just saw uh, Sahi's eyes light up just when you just when you said that. Man, I think they can do it again. His eyes just. How you doing, Sahi? Mm-hmm. Are, are you celebrate? Did you have a day of celebration uh, when Tom Brady announced that he was back? No, I just kind of looked at the notification like, "Let's go," <laughs> because I, I knew he wasn't going to leave. I had that feeling that he wasn't going to leave us just like that after just bare, 42 seconds away, 42 seconds away from another championship game. And then one guy, Richie, I think he uh, left out was uh, Sean Payton. He's not in oh, New yeah. Orleans anymore. So be, right? what the what the what the hell are we doing? Let's let's bring it back. We don't need all the pieces. We just need some of them to come back and we going it's going to be easy. We're at least going to get to the playoffs. So once you get there, you know what I'm saying? So it's just unfinished business, like he said. (laughs) All right. And uh, Trey, what about you, man? I know uh, you've got the no Tom Brady slander. Were you surprised to see that he's on his way back? So first of all, there is a no Tom Brady slander clause in my life right now so I don't want to say I've been I just I feel like I've been hurt by him (laughs) right now because he just came back and then he goes to Tennessee and goes picks up who Julio he tries to pick up Julio Jones then slid in Julio Jones DMs Mm -hmm. so had to bite my tongue and you know he's great I, I was surprised and maybe I think I was more hopeful that he wouldn't come back. Maybe it was just me saying, hooray, I have the NFC. If we put some things together, we could do something. And then he came back and blew my wishes up. And uh, <laughs> he's a great quarterback. He's the greatest of all time. I have nothing else to say about it. Actually, I do have one more thing to say about it real oh. quick. The other, the other thing, since we're conspiracy theorists here on this show, the other thing I was thinking about is, he spent six weeks with this kid and he was like, forget this, man. I am done. I don't have time for this. How does she deal with this? Giselle's calling him. They have to go to like Sunday brunches and get mimosas. He's like, I, no, no, I have better things to do on Sunday. No way. No how. Damn it, I can't, get, can't get Tom Brady's sports bar and grill open. The, the camp's taking another year. I'm just going to have to play football. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, you know, I can't. I can't do this <laughs> He couldn't take it. Right, he said it was going to be a real big change in his routine, and this is around the time where he gets to getting in gear for, and to not have to do that. He doesn't really know how to not to, so it's going to be a, a transition period for him. And he might do the Brett Favre thing where he's like sick of football, and then you know what? I could give it one more go for like another four or five years. Hey, he want he wants these, and you know this is the year to do it. He's got more than most franchises. He does. <laughs> he if he does it again, he will have franchise. more than yeah. <laughs> uh, as We'll get to that franchise in a minute because uh, we didn't get what we wanted. Um, <laughs> but uh, guys, there's there's a documentary, and I can't remember the name of the documentary. For, forgive me, we're not stealing this uh, willingly. If you can find it, please put it in the comments below. Where uh, the wrestler Edge, before his uh, uh, you know return, I don't know if you follow wrestling, but uh, he had. He spoke about, and if you don't know, he broke his neck and had to leave wrestling and uh, leave it all behind because of his medical injury. He couldn't, it wasn't his decision. It was just how it was. 
Um, and he talked about how you go from thousands of people for them. It's on, you know, much more frequent piece, uh, basis. They perform like four or five times a week. You go from thousands on thousands of people cheering your name, hyping you up the love of the sport, the action of the sport, the training, the, the lifestyle itself to just, to just quiet. Nothing. Is there, is there something to Tom Brady being afraid of that? Whoever wants it. I think so. I mean, you hear him talk about it. They miss the, the maybe not the practices so much, but the camaraderie, the the excitement of the game, the crowds. I think that it's a real, it's a drug. Uh, people have called it such. So I think that there is an element of he does, he's not ready to let that go. Yeah, I, I echo what Trey's saying. I mean, to me, it's just like, you got to remember, he's been playing professional football longer than he's done anything else in his life, quite frankly. So his adult life has been professional football. So it's hard to, how do you transition when that's all you've done your whole life? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think he just, he said it years ago, he's going to retire football when he sucks. All right. He led the, the, the NFL in touchdowns, yards last year. He doesn't suck at the game right now. So why quit? I think he, he 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 retired just to be like, all right, I can retire if I want to. Every, nobody's going to say anything, but, you know, I, I don't have to retire right now because I, I, he simply doesn't. He's at the top of his game. So and he's going to be at the top of his game for a while. Very interesting. Well, I guess Tom Brady will be the one to teach us a lesson because Edge uh, came back to wrestling when he could. So he, he missed it so much. He had to have it again. Um, all right. Let's move on to um, a quarterback that I would was hoping might come uh, to to Pittsburgh, but he, he did not. He did uh, move his way up north into Cleveland to Sean Watson and I have been reading a little bit today, guys, about um, how it is causing a bit of a stir. I, I, th- I, got, I had the numbers up earlier. I think it's five years, ninety million. Is that right? I think it's a five-year contract, ninety million. He's he's set to make more than Patrick Mahomes, and we you mean two ninety. Two ninety, yeah. I'm missing it. Yes, two hundred thirty. <laughs> I was like, you you missing some money? Well, no, I think is it ninety a season? Is that what it's, it is? Here's two thirty. The first year is only a million because they think they're expecting him to have to serve some type of suspension. So they okay. hooked him up like Tom Brady did, like Tom Brady got hooked up when they restructured his deal after the flake gate. Okay, so I was Yahoo Sports. Correct. Is set up that if he gets suspended in a different year, they will pro they will prorate and change his contract so he doesn't lose money. Oh, it doesn't matter what year he gets suspended. So, oh. and Patrick Patrick was on two fifty. Is that right, or is he over Patrick at two thirty? Patrick's at five hundred. That's right. He's making more per year, and it's all guaranteed. That's what his. That's what makes his contract. The Damn Yahoo contract Sports got history. me again. All right, every well. single dollar. <laughs> and thirty dollars of this is guaranteed, which is more insane than when. Uh, when Kirk Cousins got his contract, but he got like seven years of guaranteed money. So, I mean, Kirk's Kirk's uh, agent is the best because what a, what an average quarterback to have the second highest like guaranteed money of all time. In the NFL. <laughs> That's insane. Well, uh, you know, let's let's dive on in, Sahi. We've we've all talked about this uh, this man several times on the show, kind of 
you know, we did, we've never wanted to get into the allegations and we're not going to today either, but uh, the allegations clearly robbed him and us of seeing what I think has been called here on the wire, a top five quarterback in action. Now he's making headlines and he's, he's right up North of you. What do you make of the whole thing? Um, I, if we talked about Deshaun Watson on this program before, I probably you could run the tape. I've mentioned a trade to Cleveland. As far I, I have a friend that last year before the season, I'm like, you guys need to trade for Deshaun Watson. He's going to take you guys to the promised land. He's like, no, nah, we got our guy. Baker Mayfield is the one. Um, and then all season long, I had to hear him in frustration about Baker Mayfield and. But he's, you know, he's he's a diehard fan. He's he's low key taken up for his guy. Like, no, Baker just has to do this, just has to do that. He'll figure it out. Um, <clears throat> and then when I seen that uh, Deshaun Watson had decided to play for Cleveland, I immediately texted him like, didn't I tell you? You know what I'm saying? Just a year later. But it's just one of those things like. He's not going to play in Houston ever again, even before the whole allegation um, was determined to be no criminal charges, right? Um, so he was never going to play for the Texans. He had to go somewhere. And the only team to me that made sense this whole time was the Browns. They got a great running game. N- yeah, no, no. <laughs> no way he's going to uh, Pittsburgh. But um I'm just so glad. Like, I am so happy. I know, I know Trey was probably thinking for a while, like, we're going to get the shine. Kyle Pitts posted on his Twitter, like, we're going to get the shine. He had to delete it. Man, it felt so good to see Deshaun Watson going to the Cleveland Browns, something I called a year ago. And he's not going to be a nightmare in the division. Um, especially if he went to, you know what I'm saying, either of those teams, right? Because they, te- they got teams that are built to, you know what I'm saying, if they had a quarterback, they could win now and compete. Um, so I'm not surprised. I'm glad to see it. Hooray for Deshaun, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. It's just like your friends at Kiki while you're down. Everyone knows that he was <laughs> supposed to come to Atlanta. And Sahi, you just wanted to rub it in my He's face. He's from Atlanta. You, you, you just rub face that we could have had Deshaun Watson. Okay? Deshaun Watson. And then there you go because you got Tom Brady and you feeling good about yourself. You want to go to No, y'all, you guys are building something special down there. Deshaun Watson would have came in and he would have been a distraction to those young guys. Y'all building something great for the future. Kyle Pitts down there. Don't you try to feed me that... Uh, Ranch flavor of bullcrap. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is a, no. You guys got Marcus Mariota. They signed Marcus Mariota two years. He's a, he's a he's a baller. He learned behind Derek Carr. Yeah, the process <laughs> is in full Watson. effect in Atlanta. That's all we can say. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Richie, you definitely uh, mentioned the sediment at least that. Uh, Deshaun wasn't gonna wasn't gonna stay idle like that forever. Is this is this something that you could have predicted? Um, here's what I'll say. Sahi did mention it a while ago. I'm all in. It's the Cleveland was the one team that I didn't think had the shot, but was the best team of the people looking for him. 
Carolina, don't go there. Atlanta, I understood. Want to go, Arthur Blank, the relationship being from Atlanta. Honestly, having Pitts, you have an opportunity. But I mean, come on, like we've talked about the AFC North and, you know, I'm not going to get into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's always going to be eight, eight and one or nine and eight. You know, they'll always at least win, but they're the least competitive team of the three of the three. And you look at Baltimore, they got Lamar Jackson. That's not an option. Well, Cleveland has a running back tandem that's incredible, right? There, There are two games behind Cincinnati. It's not like they're even with their performances and Baker's terrible play. So, and this is a team that picked up Amari Cooper to try to give him a weapon since he's just lost OBJ and he, you know, um, what's his face? I feel like a goofball because he's incredible. Um, Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Um, but so you got Amari, so you, you gave him a weapon. You got the best running back tandem in the league, a, a consistent rushing team, great defense. I mean, this is one of those things where if Cincinnati, and we'll get to it, didn't draft, pick up some free agents that they picked up, I would have been like, man, Cleveland's going to steal, like, take this for sure. But I love the move. Um, I, the only thing I will comment on is I refuse to say we were he we lost like we stole a season from him because he put himself in that position. And what I will also say is Cleveland clearly has the smallest towels, and that's exactly why he picked Cleveland. The smallest towels. <laughs> this will probably yes. be an offensive line that Deshaun Watson <laughs> will ever play with. I mean, the, the, to me, when he when he got picked up, I was like, there's two uh, divisions, right? Or conferences and divisions specifically that I think are killers. AFC West, we're going to get to that. And the AFC North. I mean, good grief. Good luck to everyone <laughs> in the, the AFC North. I mean, the winner's probably going to be like nine and eight, honestly. There's a lot. You know, we'll, we'll get to Pittsburgh as well. But, you know, when Pittsburgh is argue, like literally your worst team, man, that's a tough division. It's a tough division. But, uh, you know, Cleveland, they, they sold the farm, six picks. You take that every day. I don't care about Baker Mayfield, this, that, and the other. Oh. When you have a top three quarterback, let alone top five, you, you, you throw the entire – you throw your plans away. You have a running back team, like right now, that is unstoppable. You have a fantastic defense. If you can get a top three quarterback, I'd trade five first-rounders if I could. You know, whatever it took, and Cleveland was willing to do it, they gave him an unprecedented – virtually guaranteed money contract. They did whatever they had to do for him to feel confident that he'll get paid well. And, you know, it's a winning condition for him. And they, he got, they got him, you know, Atlanta, Atlanta is the one who dropped the bag here. He's in, they pissed off Matt Ryan. Like, let's be honest. I'm not trying to kick a man while he's down, but that was the one team that couldn't let this happen. And they did, unfortunately. So congratulations to Cleveland. This is going to be a crazy season in the NFL. Who, who's the coach up there? Is it Stefanski? Stefanski. Yep. I they were saying that um, this, they, maybe they'll open up the playbook, but uh, they were hamstringing um, what's his name? Uh, Baker Mayfield. But uh, I think that if he's going to have Deshaun Watson, he's going to have to open it up. Yep, I agree. He's going to have to do a little more than play actions and whatnot all, exactly. all day. Actually, no. They need to ju- just keep it the way it is. It's the fancy coach of the year a couple years ago. You got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. You didn't get away. In the, that's the core of your team right there. He, he, he coach of the year I, because he did that well with Baker Mayfield. That's why he got coach of the year, man. 
You yeah. gotta, gotta uh, now you got Deshaun Watson. From Baker Mayfield is needs a spread offense. He can't really. I, I don't think Baker Mayfield really got a fair opportunity because he couldn't be him. Yep. Especially if he's in a uh, play action offense where he has to sit up under center. That's not what he really does. And Deshaun can do that. I think he'll be way better at it than Baker Mayfield. But Deshaun Watson is a gunslinger, and he's accurate. He needs to open up the offense, or they're going to be stuck where they're at. No, 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 no. I mean, look, no, no. Look what uh, look what happens when they did it with uh, with the Rams. You have a gunslinger back there. He's going to make mistakes, guarantee it. But high risk, high reward. You got to let him throw the ball. Atlanta, yes, but in Cleveland, you got Nick Chubb. Deshaun Watson threw fifty two hundred yards with nobodies. Like, let the man throw the ball. He doesn't have to now. Doesn't matter. No, that's (laughs) I'm I'm saying if Cleveland plays that way with Deshaun with that roster, let him throw it all over the field. They're gonna lose every game. I agree with you. Well, I don't know about that. I'll say this, Sahi: the the Cincinnati Bengals have the number two rushing yards as a like individual with Joe Mixon. Joe Burrow still threw 4,600 yards, man. Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Joe Burrow as of now. I don't think anyone would argue that. So that's my point. The model of success is similar. Deshaun is better than Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow had success being a gunslinger and them still rushing the ball 20 times a game. Like, I think you throw it. I'm with Trey. I, they, no, I, the Browns I, need to run it 40, 50 times a game. That's the difference in those two teams. Yeah, Nick Chubb don't run a lot, though, man. They, they have him run 12, 12 carries a game. That's it. He doesn't need to. But without, yeah, because he's so efficient. That's what I'm saying. There's, yeah. But listen, be efficient in the run game. But the reason that when they have Deshaun Watson back there, that's going to open the field up. There's going to be more running lanes for the running backs. They're going to have better yards. That's all I'm seeing. Right. Kareem Hunt's numbers will go down. No Chubb will stay the same because he's like historically the most efficient running back of all time. He's averaging 5.4. He's averaging more yards per carry in his career right now than Jim Brown. Just just to throw that number out there. So mm. Kareem will go down, and we know we know for a fact Chubb is that dude. Chubb is gonna stay the same. They're gonna be absolute running machine. I agree with I agree with Sahi, but I think you open up the playbook to Trey's point. You you got a generational quarterback. Put some sets in there where Kareem Hunt's out there in the slot and Nick Chubb's in the backfield. They, I mean, you do some thing. It's true. They only got a play action rollout, <laughs> bootlegs. You could put uh, us four out there as their backups, and then he's still going to get close to five thousand yards. <laughs> we we will make it. We will make it to week seven. <clears throat> can I start? Can I start? <laughs> where I'm supposed to catch it. <laughs> can I be offsides? Uh, maybe the, before I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull a Jerome Bettis when he finally broke the line. He ran like five yards. Is like, bro, I've got asthma. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, you're watching and listening to the wire. We're gonna get into more of the uh, transactions that are going on in the NFL, and it's shaping up to be one hell of a season. Maybe uh, up there in Cleveland, we'll see that play from the longest yard. You, you never know. Um, <laughs> folks, let us know what you think about uh, what we've talked about so far. All these crazy transactions, Tom Brady coming back, Deshaun Watson going to uh, Cleveland, and any other crazy transactions that are just blowing your mind in the comments below. Thank you for checking out the H2G Radio Network. Uh, please 
continue to support all the shows here we got this we've got the acting podcast we have free mess on fridays coming out very soon we've got uh the title is official it's true crime for the innocent mind coming out soon there's four episodes already recorded of that and they're going to be coming real soon uh and another show that's going to be recorded in la uh kind of a a, a variety-ish show so we've we've definitely had those on the network before Whew, that's the mouthful of plugs we'll be right back and listening to and watching the wire mitch trubisky you know theater film acting it's very collaborative so these people that you're showing up with be respectful be collaborative be open you know um of course there are sabotages i guess but like um, at the end of the day, if if you and your partner go in there for a read, you you both want to look good. You know, you want to make the other person look good because they're going to make you look good. Absolutely. And it's always important, I think, to uh, support also if there if it's yeah. an environment, uh, specific, probably specifically speaking to like community theater, maybe college sure. um, where there's applause after each read. Sure. Be a part of that. And uh, when they when they go on a break. Make sure to, it's important to network with the other actors, with the other, because the more you network, the more uh, people get to see you and your abilities, uh, the more of a product you are for future uh, endeavors, you know. Welcome back to the Wire Sports Podcast here on the H2G Radio Network. Um, Thank you for checking out that little clip from Andrew and Justin's Actors Breakdown. If you know anybody that's trying to get into the game, you're trying to get back into the game yourself. Uh, you just want to hear two idiots talk about uh, their passion. Uh, check out Andrew Justin's Actors Breakdown. We kind of just go through um, the beginning steps and what what you can work on and uh, places that you can go and, and get started in acting because it is uh, more available now than it ever has been. But let's get back to sports. Um, we were talking a little bit about Cleveland and uh, now that Deshaun Watson is there, Baker Mayfield's got to go somewhere. So, guys, we talked a little bit about this off the air, but I mean, what what are his options? What what to do with Baker Mayfield? Whoever wants it. Well, it's not what is his options. It's what are the Cleveland Browns' options? And right now, they're screwed. They cannot cut him because then they will not have enough cap for Deshaun Watson. So they have to trade him. Now, every team in the NFL knows that now. Now, what Adam Schefter is reporting is that the teams, there's two teams that are talking to Cleveland and they want Cleveland to give a pick in addition to trading Baker Mayfield. So that's where we're at. Um, There's two teams I think realistically, uh, Sahi and I talked about it already. I think Seattle is a big possibility. I don't think people have the the Drew Locke, you know, we we can say the Drew Locke slander, quite frankly. I don't think Trey's going to be upset with that. Drew Locke is not, no. you know, like DK Metcalf was already like, yo, chill guys, like give, give him a chance. But that Seattle's like, to me, the number one spot. And the, and the other 1B to the 1A is Carolina. Everybody who was in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, except for Atlanta, because they picked up Marietta, pretty much needs to go for this because Carolina does not want Sam Darnold as their quarterback. They're very adamant that they need to move on. So I think Carolina is another good choice. And outside of that, who can afford an $18 million backup? What what purpose would that serve? So they're running out of places. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is his competition. And ironically, San Francisco might not be able to, to ditch him. Uh, I hate to, to deviate this, but John Lynch was trying to say that somebody was offering 
San Francisco two second round picks for him. Like, please, buddy. I don't think anybody believes that because you would have traded him as soon as that happened. Right. So I think Jimmy G is staying in San Francisco. And I think at this point, it's going to be between Seattle and Carolina because I just, there's not any other starting spots. And nobody's paying a a quarter a backup quarterback eighteen million dollars unless you're Sean Payton who retired. So that that's out of the equation. So with so we know for a fact Baker pretty much needs to go to those two locations. And now it's a matter of pinching Cleveland and squeezing. But the problem is they just traded six picks, so that they're really running out of capital. But they're going to have to find a way to make it work because, as we discussed, if you have to trade your general manager, uh, Kareem Hunt you know, your, your wife, whatever it takes to get Deshaun at this point, you have to stick to it. You can't back off of this at this point. You got to make it happen. So I think Seattle and Carolina are the two options. Uh, he can't be cut. So. I think Urban Meyer is dumb enough to pay a backup quarterback or a tight end way too much money. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no, no, he's not because he didn't even give him one game. He didn't even right. give him that game. It was it was the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. Make him change his position. The two weeks before the, the regular season, say sorry, buddy. See ya. You're not cutting him. <laughs> so you can't job. cut it out here, Tim. He's uh, such an asshole. <laughs> we'll, we'll go to Saheed just because it brings me back to while well, Urban Meyer was finger painting. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Baker Mayfield, man. Uh, what do you think Cleveland should do with him? Man, it's, it's tough, right? Um, nobody like typically really wants Baker Mayfield. I mean, I guess there's teams out there that do, um, that would need a quarterback, not necessarily, oh, uh, we want Baker Mayfield. There's teams out there like we need co- a quarterback in here. Um, um, Seattle, like Richie said, I just agree with everything Richie said. Um, I wasn't where they couldn't cut him because I feel like that would be the best option for Baker would be to cut him and let him sign with any team that he chooses. Maybe he could be like a a Jameis Winston situation, sign somewhere for a million dollars and just sit behind an established quarterback for a year. Um, so it's going to be tough. Uh, I'd like to see him in if any team. Uh, it was before it was the Colts, right? Before they signed. Yeah, uh, before they picked up Matthew Ryan. Ryan. I thought uh, Baker Mayfield was going to go to the Colts for sure. Um, but that's out of the question. Um, maybe, well, if the Houston Texans wanted him, they would have got him in it the trade traded. for Deshaun, yep. right? Yeah. Um, that could have been a possible. That kind of makes sense to me. Baker Mayfield's from that area. Um, so it's just one of those things we just have to wait and see. It's going to be very entertaining to see where he goes. Like, and how many knows? picks they have to give up to get, right? to get him away. <laughs> I never thought we'd be talking about giving away Baker Mayfield because he's not the you best, what, see, but that's that's surprising. This this just crossed my mind. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got Tom Brady out there. Um, we can trade the second round pick we got last year, Kyle Trask, somewhere, um, and get Baker Mayfield sit him in there behind because we're going to need a quarterback after Tom Brady leaves. Huh? Um, but that that's just one team I threw out there just as a, you know, maybe. Something different. You know, yeah, I got you. Right. 
I don't know if Baker Mayfield's going to be worth a damn in 25 years when Tom Brady leaves. Um, (laughs) 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 Trey. I I hope he plays another 25. (laughs) Trey, that wasn't slander, Trey. That was was just a joke. Um, What do you think Cleveland should do? Um... I'm not exactly sure what I know they have to get rid of Baker Mayfield. You can't have him in the locker room, especially after all, all that they what the two have said to, to each other, honestly. So um I think I have I, I heard something about a, a coworker mentioned that um Pittsburgh and that was a very interesting idea for me. Um I was thinking also maybe sit to the Saints. I feel like he would fit down in the Saint with the Saints, but um I want people to understand Baker is not a top five quarterback, but he's not trash either. Um, so it's very hard to, because I feel like people assume that when you talk about trading and what you get from everybody deserves top value. Baker is not top value at the quarterback position. He's very good value, but you need to temper their expectations. So they're not about to go get, you know, no one's about to just hand over picks to them. So it's they they need to figure out what they need and try to moneyball it with that situation with what with the value they have with Baker Mayfield. I think Pittsburgh can do something. Atlanta definitely needs to do something. Um, all the team there's plenty of teams out there without quarterbacks. Um, Pittsburgh did. Uh, well, well, that's my on the future. We yeah. Well, they signed. They signed Mitchell Trubisky, but uh, they also uh, gave Dwayne Haskins a year contract, I believe. They did. So they re-signed um, Dwayne. So Baker would be third. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so what I want to do now is uh, before we kind of get into the list, which I mean, we're, we're running out of show here anyway. So if anything, we'll get to Pittsburgh. Um, and with all the crazy transactions, they're going on all over the league. I asked the guys. Uh, pre-show because like I said our chat's been blowing up to just kind of prepare which transaction has struck them as crazy and then we can dive into that so uh, let's go ahead and start with Richie oh man that's not fair I thought we were going to talk about there's two different things here that I I didn't realize one I thought we were going to talk about free agency and then one being like the trades so I'm going to start with trades we'll go to free agency after we can do both Yeah. yeah I think they're different so to me the thing that was the craziest trade, the craziest, it's not Russell Wilson. It was Devontae Adams. Like, Oakland is going in. And honestly, I love to see it. Vegas. Oh, sorry, Vegas. I apologize, Trey. It's still hard for me to accept that. It's so hard for me to accept Vegas Raiders are, you know what? It's a new leaf, and they're, they're going for it, man. You know what? Russ thought he was going to get away from Chandler. Chandler's like, nope, I'll stop with Oakland. We got Devontae Adams, you know. And I say we, you know, I'm obviously not like a huge fan, but it's great to see Vegas really stepping it up because the AFC West with Denver now getting Russ Wilson. And to me, though, the Devontae Adams one is the one that caught me off guard. I didn't expect that. I did not expect that. And, you know, uh, for a team that, you know, pushed Cincinnati to the limit, without that type of a talent, uh, insane. And then, you know, Chandler Jones, how do I want to say this? 
I'm not thrilled by it, but it's still cool to see him with uh, Crosby because it's just that he's, he's a great early season guy who gets like five sacks in the first game every single season. And then he starts to dip, to dip. But, you know, now you have a tandem of defensive ends. You have a fantastic, the best wide receiver in football. You know, that's the thing we've always been talking about with Derek Carr is he just need, he needed a weapon. Well, that's the weapon. I mean, that's the weapon. Mind you, they, looking, they played college together at Fresno. And they did play, precisely. They played together. Uh, uh, Derek had always been talking about it. Hell, Devontae already bought a house next door. They're neighbors now. So um, to me, that was the biggest trade. And again, Russell Wilson's a big trade. Don't get me wrong. But I think that's the biggest trade that I didn't see coming. With Denver and Russell Wilson, obviously that's a recipe for success. But, you know, oh, or sorry, not open. Vegas was saying, we're not just going to give up to Denver and the Chargers. No, 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 no. We're going to pick up the best wide receiver in football. We have a top 10 quarterback. We were this close to beating the Bengals. And who knows, maybe we beat the other guys. So now you got Kansas City, you got Vegas, you got the Chargers, and you got the Broncos. That's another insanely disgusting and challenging thing to deal with for all of them. So I'm really excited about Vegas. I thought them picking up Devontae and some of their free agent signings have been fantastic. But to me, that was the trade that I wasn't ready for that I think is going to shake the league a lot more than people realize. Because Devontae's 30. He's, he's still got six years in him. So Let's see. Who next? Who next? Who, who wants to go next? Just your most next. exciting trade. Then we'll get into free agency. Uh, I'll go next. Oh, I can't really break it down by trade or free agency. I can't. I don't know. Where, but the, the Khalil Mack going to the Chargers was, uh, I thought, something that really shook up the AFC West, especially for um, especially for the Chargers, because I now think that they are going to go really deep in the playoffs. Uh, Sunshine, I call him Sunshine. What's his name? The quarterback. No, Sunshine. Justin Herbert. Uh, Herbert. Justin Herbert. Sunshine. (laughs) Herbert. Justin Herbert is ridiculous. (laughs) I think he's ridiculous. I think he's well above his years. And he seems to do it with ease. Now they added another pass rush in Khalil Mack to hold the defense down. I think that they're going to create a lot of noise this year. Um, so that was my first one. All right. Sahi, what about you, man? What 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 trade blew your mind? Yeah, I wanted to say that commit Lil Mac trade was the one, and then I remembered the one I'm about to say. But just on Richie's point with uh Devontae Adams going to the Raiders, he said like they're gonna make more noise than he, I, I and I got to thinking of uh uh Josh Jacobs and then Darren Waller. The mm-hmm. best tight end in football right now. They are going to be amazing on offense. But my my trade that made me go, what in the world? Like this is crazy good. This is under the radar. Like crazy, crazy, crazy good. The new the New England Patriots traded their best offensive player last year for a fifth round pick to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shaq Mason, all right? Uh, he's okay. a dominant guard. Um, and he's coming down to Tampa to play with Tom Brady. Um, at that that trade right there, just is just like, what? But a fifth round pick for Shaq Mason? Like that, that's, 
that's wild. That 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 just blew me away. I I, I couldn't believe it. That was something I was not expecting because we lost um, Alex Kappa, our young guard, to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so that trade was just phenomenal. Two thumbs up for Jason White. Like, wow. We lost Alex Kappa to the Cincinnati Bengals? Yes. yes. Yeah, he, That's my he wanted one. too much money. Well... They needed an offensive lineman, and they got one, and that's going to be crazy because to have just Joe Burrow back there with uh, offensive line talent, that's going to be a whole different level. You see what he did getting beat up. Imagine if he doesn't get beat up. They were like, we got to stop him from getting beat up. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants a Ben Roethlisberger out there (laughs) crimpling around. Um. Yeah, I'm just throwing shade at Ben. Uh. So now let's move on to free agency. Uh, Richie, what about free agency, man? What, what? I mean, the boys led right into what I was going to talk about. I'm being a homer here, but for Cincinnati, this was their biggest free agency they could have went for. Uh, they got Ted Karras. Obviously, they got Alex Kappa. So they got a new center, new guard. They got Leo Collins. They won the lottery. They got the, a right tackle now. So all they got to do is draft a left tackle which, you know, sounds so easy on paper, but the point is, it's a center, fantastic center, fantastic guard. Honestly, getting capital, I was shocked. I was so happy uh, because our guards are the weakest spot. People think it's attack, it's our guard. But getting Kappa and then Leo, Co- Leo Collins is a steal too. It's a three-year deal, technically really a two-year deal, but we got him for 10 million a year. I was like, are you kidding me? Starting right tackle, the two sacks last year for, for 10 million a year. I, I couldn't believe it. Hey, they so, keep bro on his feet. That's going to be, he's going to be able to pick defenses apart, just like Tom it, Brady. Yeah. So for me, you know, just overall, I think Cincinnati, you know, addressed the biggest weakness, of course, that they have. So for free agency, uh, you know, I'm going to have to, to me, it's it's the capital one first, because that led to, you know, Leo Collins going, all right, you know, we got some boys over here. I'm going to go in. And call, that's what Collins said is, I he called, Joe Burrow and he said your bodyguards got your back nobody's getting near you once he signed about four hours ago so for me as a homer that's what I'm excited about with free agency is the Cincinnati Bengals addressed the one thing when we watched the Super Bowl that made us just go <laughs> so I'm very happy as, as a Bengals fan in free agency heck yeah Trey what about you man what, what was the biggest uh, free agency move Okay, my initial one was going to be uh, Von Miller going to um, Buffalo. the Buffalo Bills. I thought that that was insane. Um, I did not expect Von to actually go to Buffalo. Von does not like cold weather like that. I, so I, when he came from Denver, I thought that was going to be... I thought that that's why. But I not expect him to go to Dallas. But the Von Miller trade to Buffalo, when he had the opportunity to come to Dallas was big for me but when I found out about that Alex Kepa thing in offensive line that's that's insane Joe Burrow might win MVP next year also honestly. by the way I gotta I gotta tell you boys something here uh Stefan Gilmore uh the Raiders and the Bengals are pursuing him very hard at the moment Vegas is considered the favorite and that would be insane for either team to get him I'm gonna so. get some tickets <laughs> you better get them now. <laughs> now they'll, they'll give them away in, the, in one of the casinos or something. Uh, Saeed, man, what about free agency? What what struck you as crazy? 
Um, I was going to say the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line because that's exactly what they needed, right? Um, but here's another free agent signing that's just going to do wonders for this team. And we already talked about him in the trades, um, the Raiders, and we just mentioned him again, getting a top five DB. Um, they signed Chandler Jones down there. Um, Chandler Jones was a guy who has five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten sacks in a game last year. How many? I think he broke the record last five. year for most sacks. He he had a five. He's had five sacks last year, but he also had he's had five sacks in six different games. Yeah, he's, he's an animal. Yeah, he's an animal. You um, you you pair him up with uh, what's my guy Max Crosby? Max Jim's Crosby, nice big yep, deal down there. They're doing things on the defensive side and the offensive side. That it yeah. just speaks to show that that division is so loaded right now. Um, you add a pass; those quarterbacks are great, but they are going to be scrambling and running for their lives down there. It's going to be so exciting to watch. <laughs> I think they should. I do feel like the while we're still on the Raiders, I do feel like they should have ca- kept the the coach on. Instead of going out and getting uh, your boy from uh, New England. Oh, yeah. Rick Basaccia. Yeah, I think they should have kept Basaccia, yeah. especially with the turmoil that we had going on last year. I mean, Vegas needed their own TV show for real. We had the, the coach saying wild stuff. We had the we had players uh, going on um, Instagram Live with rifles. We had... Uh, uh, sorry for... Um, May they rest in peace. We had someone drinking and driving. I mean, it was a rough year last year, and he held it together. Derek Carr should have won MVP. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to be a cool. crazy year. I mean, I, I don't disagree, Trey, but I'll say this. I, you know, Josh McDaniels has had many years to, you know, to get prepared again. And when we just discussed about how potent their offense could be, who better than the architect of the New England Patriots offense with Tom Brady, quite frankly? So I, I'm looking forward to seeing it, but I agree with you. Just from the perspective of all the insane things with like rugs and all of that, to be able to keep that team afloat and and again be be this close successful. to moving it on in the playoffs. Yeah, successful. For sure. I feel for yeah. what they had to go through last year, I think they were very successful. Derek Carr is a is a grown man. He's an adult. He handled all of those situations with class. Um, I don't think you could have. He could. He should write a textbook on how to handle situations as an NFL quarterback, or how to be the head of a franchise. And Stefan, uh, not Stefanski. Uh, what's his name? The uh, I don't want to call him Stefanski. The, for who? The for the Raiders, the special teams coach held it together. Masaccio. Successful. Masaccio held it together. Uh, rallied the guys around each other, and they they made some noise. Well, I had to pull up a couple of pages to, to say this one because this one shocked me, um, and I wanted to get you guys' opinion on it. And he's he's not the most used weapon on the Kansas City offense, but Byron Pringle is now going to be an option for Justin Fields in Chicago. Any any weight to that for you guys? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> so let's mean, just to me, to me, switch, switching it like Juju Smith is Schuster. That's where I was going. Big pickup for Kansas City. Yeah, and they needed that, and they're going to need more than that, quite frankly. Yeah, uh, that's where they I was going. Allen Robinson. So, 
it's that's not a they did they didn't gain anything. Yeah, exactly. They lost Allen Robinson, who went to LA, and that's yeah. incredible for LA. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, Pringles just... a guy though. He's a guy. yeah. When he's the fourth option, that's easy for you to be a guy. When you're the fourth option, you're not going to be covered. This How many true. touchdowns did he have? Two, three, four, five. He, he, he did some good things last year. I think he's going to do great, after, especially being able to step up. He's a young guy, too. He's uh, only been in the league three years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, I think this is going to be a great signing for Justin Fields. He's a fast guy out there. He's going to be able to stretch the field. Yeah, last uh well Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Did you read? Hold on. What what put the brakes on? Uh, I mean just his average per perception wasn't that high. Oh I guess. I was just gonna brag on him if it was like seventeen <laughs> or eighteen or something. Like this is a big big play guy, but you know, he's fighting for catches with uh Kelsey and um, you know, Tyree you got Kill. Hardman and you got Tyreek Hill. Um, sometimes a guy just has to go somewhere and blossom. Yeah. That could happen. Time. That could happen. So I'm the, just saying uh, they gave up Allen Robinson and they picked up Byron Pringle. That's okay. You lost Allen Robinson still. <laughs> 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 so um, I brought that up to bring up the elephant in the room. Pittsburgh, they needed a quarterback. We've been talking about it. I've been openly campaigning for any quarterback, whether they be division two or, or one college football or uh, no. um, we have Mitch Trubisky now in the spot with uh, Dwayne Haskins on a one-year contract behind him and I think Mason Rudolph. Still. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Um, so that's the quarterback situation. Juju, as Richie just alluded to, will be playing in Kansas City. Um, there's still some time left and then we've got the draft. What... <coughs> Can Pittsburgh do? I mean, what what do they need to do um, to to find some success this year? Just just Ooh. humor me because I got this. I got the jersey. Okay, let's see here. First thing they have to commit to Mitch Trubisky over the others. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a firm believer between the three of them, he's by far their best option. Uh, Mike Tomlin had said he wanted you know a more athletic, mobile quarterback. Well, Mitch Trubisky is certainly mobile. I wouldn't call him a pocket presence, but he's a mobile quarterback. Who's going to give, um, uh, what's your boy, your, your jersey? I'm, I feel like a dummy right now. Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. Thank you. Sorry, my brain was <laughs> farting. Chase will have an opportunity to feast with Mitch because, you know, Claypool is not a crisp route runner. He's not a lot of things, but he is absolutely a stallion. And if, if you do, you know, broken plays, that's an opportunity for Claypool to shine. Deontay Johnson is going to be Trubisky's little, you know, safety glove, safety net, whatever you want to call it. And so, you know, I think that was the best option they were going to get. As I've already, you know, already said, there, there's no way they're in the running for Deshaun. They weren't going to get him. It is what it is. So I think for now that's your best option on your offense. So you got to focus on your defense. You know, like losing Juju is not that big of a deal. And I say that with conviction. Don't get me wrong. Kansas City is going to get better. It's great for Kansas City. But if you're Pittsburgh, you know, Juju just never really, he's a tough player. He's a very tough player, but he did not replace Antonio like everyone is hoping. He was successful with Antonio, but he never became that wide receiver one. 
that we all saw the talent that he has. And I don't think he certainly will in Kansas City, but nonetheless, the point being is Deontay ended up being that guy. And so you got Deontay as your possession guy, and now you got Claypool as kind of your, uh, how do I want to say this, your hopeful superstar. It, it's still too early. I think he's way too cocky for how not talented he is yet. He's athletic, but he's not there. So to me, it's you got to focus on your defense. When I think of Pittsburgh, I think of defense. And don't get me wrong, you got J.J. Watt, reigning defensive player of the year. But if, if I'm Pittsburgh, that's how I improve. I don't worry about Mitch Trubisky. I focus on the defense. I got to get back to Pittsburgh defense because I'm going to be running into Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. I am not going to outgun them. So I need to focus on slowing them down and running the football. If that's Pittsburgh, that's what I'm doing. I'm drafting defense this year. All defense. Hey, there's like 350 pound guys running four sixes or some shit. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Sahi, you are a part-time Steelers fan. What do you what do you think the the best move is before we roll out of here? Man, it is tough. Um, they have no receivers. I know we mentioned Deontay Johnson. Who? Um, Chase Claypool is a big dummy. Um, you, mm-hmm. you all remember him celebrating that first down with two seconds left to go in the game. Like, what are you doing? Get back on the line. They don't have any receivers. So I feel bad for Mitch Trubisky. Um, And with signing uh, Dwayne Haskins, he doesn't even have um, a solid starting job. There's going to be a competition in there. They're going to draft a rookie quarterback. Maybe it might not be the first three rounds, but they're going to have a guy coming in there who's going to compete for that starting job as well. Um, I think if they want to have... Mr. Bisky had the most success. You need to draft a first round receiver. You need to get um, Chris Olave. Um, you need to get the other guy out of Ohio State. You need to get one of these receivers that's big prime time receivers. Like, um, forget whatever else you, you 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 need. Like the Bengals last year, they need an offensive line bad. Joe Burrow's coming off an ankle uh, ACL. And they're like, you know what? We're going to get this receiver because he's like the best receiver that we can get at this time. And uh, it worked out for him. They went to the Super Bowl. So maybe it could work for the Steelers and Mitch Trubisky um, <laughs> if he ends up being the starter. But they need receiver help bad. Getting Losing Juju Smith was, uh, was big time. Losing, um, who else did they lose? They lost another guy out there. I can't um, think of the name right now. James Washington. He was a he was a big receiver for the Steelers uh, the last few years. So losing those two guys, they're going to need help. Absolutely, Trey. What about you, man? Um, I'm not going to bash on Mr. Trubisky. I mean, he did win in Chicago at one point. Um, I feel like they, the best thing that they could do for him is, like they said, uh, like my uh, predecessor said, focus on the defense, focus on the run game, do the play action thing, just don't make mistakes. They do have receivers. Chase Claypool is a knucklehead, but he's a, a talent. Um, Johnson is a talent. They, they could pick up a receiver, a tight end in the draft. Um, they could pick up another running back and they could be textbook, old-fashioned, play-action football and be successful, especially with the defense that they have. So I think that they just don't need to outdo themselves. I think they just need to kiss it. 
keep it simple, stupid. Like, oh, there you have it. Well, folks, uh, we ran out of time, but there's way more than that. We didn't even get to talk. I know, uh, wanted to bring up Godwin got his, his franchise tag, right? And uh, so, so much more. Just let us he got know. his bag. Oh, yeah, uh, 20 mil. 20 mil i'll take it i'll take a mil i'll take half a mil i'll take 20 bucks uh anyways <laughs> let us know <laughs> what stood out to you uh with all these transactions going on uh, we've got the review in the comment sections thanks for checking us out on spotify uh apple Podcasts, and where all the audio podcasts are found um we have a patreon link in our link tree i know it still says h2g podcast we're working on switching it over but it's h2g radio um, and we're doing some big things and we're only able to do it because uh, we want to do this for you guys and we want we love the support uh, we love you watching if you want to give um, we will give back we've got loads and loads of behind the scenes content for you uh, and it's hilarious there's been a lot of funny things that happen before we actually start recording and if you want to check some of that out uh, all you got to donate a dollar one dollar a month get you access to all the behind the scenes uh, we'll give you early access to the shows uh, that have not come out yet. So the free mess on Fridays is on its way. The true crime show is on its way. Um, guys, got any any last words for the week? I can't wait to see the rest of the week, man. We got more <laughs> football. It ain't yeah. over. Yeah, I can't even yeah, find an over. NBA story. <laughs> man. I mean, there's nothing to talk about right now. March Madness has been crazy. I think my basketball, all of my brackets are busted. Carolina's <laughs> still going strong, though, so I'm good with that. And Michigan's still in there. We already uh, talked about it. I want to see Juwan Howard choke somebody. <laughs> we still got time. Oh, he still got time. Michigan State gave me <laughs> a little hope the other night, and they just crushed it. <laughs> and I was like, man, Michigan maybe I'm going to be a fan again. No. <laughs> Wait, oh. Man, right. I didn't make it. Izzo gave you an Izzo, right? The man, that's what he does, Sahi. We talked about it. He always right. makes it look like he's going to come in there. And then at the last second, he's just going to let you down. <laughs> yep. Happens every time. Reminds me of my Dead. childhood. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to close this shit out. Uh, thanks for watching and listening to uh, the Wire Sports Podcast here on HCG Radio Network. Hey, stay classy. We'll see you next week. Hey. <laughs>